Azul, which is Spanish for blue. It's important to know just a little bit of Spanish to be able to properly talk about the laranja, the laranja. See, it's funny. It's Azul that I thought would throw me off, but it's Laranja that does it. Espinosa Cigars, the Laranja Azulejo by Espinosa. Oh, if only I had any linguistic talent. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy Laranja. L-A-R-A-N-J-A. We smoked their cigars before. Espinosa has hit this proper. That, that special reserve, is, is it the special reserve, the, the orange label that you see? Is that, is that what they call it? The spe- just the Reserva, I think just the Reserva there, is a wonderful smoke that is in my humidor. But this is the first time I've been able to check out the Azulejo, the blue label, uh, Fingers Malloy. This is a 5.5 by 54 Robusto Box Press Grande. 5.5 means it's 5.5 inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 54 is the ring gauge, the diameter of the scar, or how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Now, I love a box press. I love the feel of a box press. This Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper is, is smooth, touch velvety. I don't know fingers if I say oily. No, I wouldn't say oily. I think you hit the nail right on the head with velvety. Uh, a little veiny, uh, but that box press, if it's not something you've ever tried before, we, we have, we've done quite a few box press cigars on the show. Uh, it, it's a little different feel in your hand, obviously. Um, as a golfer, this is my go-to stick. Not this specific stick, but the, the, the box press is something that I like to have on, on the golf cart because it won't roll away on me. Right, the, the Vitola, the, yes. the, the, the shape of, of the cigar. So the box press comes from the days they were rolling cigars in Cuba, and uh, the rollers were outdoors, and the wind would knock their cigars off. So they, they squared them off so they wouldn't roll away, and that's exactly what you have here. It's a beautiful feel. It's a beautiful smoke. Fingers Malloy, as you would say, this is beefy. It is beefy. And the other thing, too, you mentioned uh, the smoke. Lots of pleasant smoke coming off of this. There's, there, and there's no struggle so far in the first third as far as uh, with the draw or, or having to, to struggle keeping it lit. Uh, very easy smoke so far. This is a full-body smoke. Not medium full. This is a full bodied smoke. Ecuadorian Sumatra in the wrapper, Brazilian in the binder, Nicaraguan in uh, the filler right here. And we have just started this. We just lit this up. And I, I, will, I will tell you, Fingers, uh, for, for me, I have a tingling on the lips. Mm-hmm. Do you have one too? Yeah. No. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to say there was some sort of spice. It's not really peppery though, but it's something there that, that hits you uh, in the in the lips and in the gums a little bit, it's a little bit of a tingling uh, to it. Uh, now it's possible. It's possible. It's the it's the actual nicotine, right? That sometimes uh, does happen. I I don't often gravitate to cigars uh, that that do that. But it, it's not it's not overwhelming. It is not um, something that is uh, uh, endangering, if you will. It's just. It's just something, it's a sensation that you do feel. And it's so funny that you felt it as well. Yeah, and other things to consider with this, at least for me, uh, there's a little bit of creaminess to it. And then that chocolate is there. Uh, but other than that, uh, I'm not getting anything off the stick other than the creaminess, the chocolate, and then that that kind of spicy 
tingly note. I don't even know how to s- describe that accurately. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with, with, with a theory here. First, I do think that the tingles, whatever the tingle is, uh, I think there is a pepper. I think that there is, there is a very brisket feel ah. to this cigar. So think of think of how you would how you would salivate in looking at your brisket when you have just put the rub on it. Right, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a salt pepper guy. Sometimes I will admit I do garlic powder. I, I I don't mind that that flavoring, but just feel just look at that and take a look at that on on on, on your on your packer brisket. You you you've got the whole thing done. You're gonna let it sit for for a few hours or a day like that. What does that flavor look like to you? That's what I get out of this cigar. It is weird to think of meat as the flavor, but in terms of just a feel, that's exactly where I'm at. Tell me I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. Thank I, you very much. I, I, I can totally see that. It, to me, we, we've talked previously about how some sticks feel like they're seasonal. To me, this is a spring summer smoke and I, I, I maybe it's the, the the between the creaminess the, the the chocolate and that slight bit of pepper um maybe i'm looking for something a little bit uh spicier in the winter versus the summer i don't know but to me uh this this feels like a spring summer stick but i think you're right i think you're right about the chocolate i think it's interesting about the cream i don't know if that's the first flavor i go to but there's nothing for a full cigar talking about a little bit of tingle on the lip we're talking about this this blanketing, this enveloping of, of the black pepper, it isn't extreme, right? Right. It's just really, really super there. But two things are true. Look at that burn. Yeah. Is that perfect all the way around? And secondly, the draw is exceptional. This is from Espinosa, the Laranja, L-A-R-A-N, L-A-R-A-N-J-A. I have to, I have to look at it twice. The Laranja... Azulejo. Uh, it's the blue wrapper. They have an orange, they have a, a gold or a silver maybe, and then this blue one. The draw on this from Espinosa, the construction on this is freaking perfect. Now, we're just in the first third. You got to break this up into thirds. Get your notebook out. What'd you eat that day? What'd you drink that day? We happen to have some pleasant weather as we're recording here in Indianapolis, Indiana at Blend Bar Cigar, blendbarcigar.com. You want to write all those things down and then write down your notes. You're going to try the cigar in a couple months and you're going to compare notes on this. We have, we're just getting started, fingers. But is this in your humidor at 12 bucks a stick? Oh, yes. I believe so. It's not, uh, even, it's not even a question, no, it's right? It's not even a question. And uh, would I buy a box of them? I'm not usually a box person, so probably not, but I would want several of these in my humidor. You know, it's funny. The orange label, mm-hmm. uh, the Reserva, I absolutely buy by the box. It's not even a Dude. question. 100% I buy it by the box. If I could do a mix and match, I would do it. I would probably be a little heavier on, on the orange label, which is also a full, um, uh, right? Uh, for for the Reserva, um, but it, this is this I can see a lot of people saying I love big flavor, I like getting hit, but I don't necessarily want to get destroyed. Right. Boom. Because there's a difference between a big cigar with big flavor and a big cigar of oh it's gonna make my head spin. Nothing yeah. that I'm not getting at all. Well, I guess the other thing too is what is your mindset? Is it if you find a cigar you really like, 
you want a box of them on hand because you know it's probably consistently going to be a smoke that you're going to gravitate towards? Or are you the type of person that doesn't want to have so many of the same cigar in your humidor? I don't see the blue label everywhere. So if I can grab a box, I'll take it. Same thing, the, the Reserva, the Laranja, the Reserva, I see that sold out constantly in, in, in lounges around me. Um, that's what gets me to buy a box. The, there are one or two things that I think are always good to give uh, to friends. Um, uh, buy, buy the box. People may not smoke every day that they'll always be able to enjoy. I do that as well. Otherwise, I'm just buying a couple here and a couple there so I can have the, the variety. The Laranja Azulejo. From Espinosa Cigars, this is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. I don't know why, Fingers Malloy, I, I let you talk me into these things. First, you try to convince me that Detroit-style pizza is a thing. Uh, me and America trying yeah. to convince you. America that. responded, and they're like, Tony, you don't know anything. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Yeah. Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation has spoken. Detroit-style pizza is a thing, and we will be traveling to Detroit to have some. One day, we're in Detroit. We say hello to the Canadians at the border. We come right back. That's what we're going to do. But today, Fingers Malloy says to me, Tony... It's the greatest invention since New Coke. I don't, I don't think I said that. He said to me, Tony, Mishpucha. He went, he went full Yiddish. He said, this is what I have in my hand right here. This is the greatest thing since New Coke. And I said, fingers, what could beat New Coke? And he goes, Pepsi Nitro. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it with a straight face. It's Nitro Pepsi, by the way. It, this this is draft soda. Is that what this is? Yes. Where did you get it? Why why am I drinking well, this? Well, because what happened to you when you were in Florida? And by the way, welcome back. You don't look tan at all, but you do look like you gained weight. Thank you on both counts. I actually did gain a little bit of weight, uh, and I I did get tan, uh, but it already went away. Are the Florida donuts better <laughs> than the Indiana donuts? Do they taste just a bit sweeter? Thanks to our good friends at Publix, who should be a sponsor of the Drink Smoke Radio program. <laughs> yes, they are very tasty. It is a supermarket chain in, in Florida. They in have a great the South. bakery there. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Did you get to know them by name? Did you walk in and they'd be like, hi, Edna? And they were like, Norm. Yes, that's exactly what happened. But we did a piece uh, about six weeks ago about this, that uh, Pepsi was introducing Nitro Pepsi, and it was, going to, it was going to revolutionize the cola industry as we know it, Tony. That's what they were going to do. So <laughs> revolutionize. Yes, the they're going to revolutionize the cola industry because you know normally when you have a cola uh it's carbonated a certain way with carbonation i'm not a scientist but here's what they do <laughs> with I'm nitro pepsi <laughs> it's nitro pepsi tony is the first ever nitrogen infused cola so it's nitrogen infused how is it different than just soda not pop soda According to the fine folks at, at Pepsi, 
uh, it has uh, an easy texture. It's uh, the mesmerizing cascade of tiny bubbles. It's a silky, frothy uh, foam head that you get from Nitro Pepsi. Just because you said it, and we are, as you know, the biggest Don Ho fans who ever lived. <laughs> tiny oh, look bubbles. At you. Look at you. In my wine makes me happy. Makes me feel fine. Everyone under the age of 50, ask Jeeves Don Ho. <laughs> Wait, go, go to Google to figure out what Ask Jeeves is. Oh, really? It's soda, man. What, what kind of cascading do you think we're going to be getting? I, I'm only... How reading. much was this? Was this a 12-ounce can? This is a 16-ounce can. If this, like an energy drink. It's supposed to have the feel of a Guinness, except it is Pepsi Cola. So it's it's these these uh, oh this is thirteen point six five fluid ounces, Tony. Right there. The so nitro Fingers Malloy has the nitro Pepsi. In hand, I called the Pepsi Nitro, and he corrected me. And I want you to open it. I want to hear people. I want them to hear the opening, and then I, you got to drink a little bit of the water. Some of the ice melted uh, there. We've got our cups well, here with a little bit of the uh, of the ice. According to the right? fine folks at Pepsi, you're supposed we're, we're drinking this the wrong way. What do you mean? You're supposed to pour it like a pint of Guinness. But oh, right. but we're, we're, we we got a warm can. What so, are you talking? So we're using warm Pepsi, yes. and we're pouring it over ice. And their suggestion is no ice. And drink it like a Guinness. Yes. One These chill are can. out of their head. One chill can. Two, pour hard. That's what it says. Three, admire and enjoy. All right. Uh, uh, this is already too difficult. This is already too difficult. Okay, keep it away from the equipment here. Did you hear it? Oh, it's bubbling. It's foaming. It's a mess. It's a mess. The staff here at Blend Bar Cigar, this is why they don't let us bring in other products. They're... They're reaching for towels. They're here to help you out. There it is. Fingers will lie. Thank you. The towels come in from, from Corey Johnson, the owner of Blend Bar Cigar. All right. I'm, I'm going to do this because why not? But I have to chill the can, and I have to now have it. I have to have it. See, look at the, look at the end there. Look at that pour at the end. It's pouring like a Guinness. You see that, that foam head right there? That's the key, Tony. That's what's going to revolutionize the cola industry. You're the worst right, person. Right there. Why do I have the feeling this is going to send me directly to a bathroom? <laughs> Everything about this screams. Well, it's Pepsi. Can, screams gas station bad burrito. It's, it's Pepsi, first of all. So you're a, a diet cola drinker. And so am I. Right. Uh, so this is extra sugar water we oh. have here. And it's the, it's the, the I'm sure of the. High fructose corn syrup variety. Right, you ready? You first? Uh, uh, Tony, I've been ready for this. Oh, all. stop it. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you finish that. On the nose, a little caramel. Marzipan? Is there marzipan, marzipan. on the nose? <laughs> do, I, do I do the Kentucky Chew? Well, is there a nose, actually? It's, it smells like yeah, it's cola. cola. It's, it's soda. That's, that's, that's all it is. That's all it is. He's taking his sip right there, his fingers Malloy. It tastes like flat soda. Hold on. Yeah, he's going in. It tastes like totally flat Pepsi. <laughs> it tastes like totally flat Pepsi. Now, this is more expensive than normal oh, thank Pepsi. God. So here is my advice to the You'd folks out there. you think with the extra there. money, I'd be paying for the carbonation. <laughs> yeah. here's, here's my advice to the folks out there. If you want to have a product like this on the cheap, 
buy yourself a two liter of regular Pepsi, crack it open, and leave it open for two days. Then pour it over ice. I think you'll get a similar flavor. Now, I will say, I will admit, we did it wrong. Yes, that's true. We are pouring it over ice. It's not chilled like the can recommends. And honestly, if it doesn't have directions on the can, how do you know it's a quality drink? It's smooth. It is smooth. And I don't, I'm not one of these people who, who minds Pepsi uh, that much. I'm not, I, you know, there are people who are purists, and I definitely am much more of a Diet Coke guy. Um, but no, this is, this is just, it's fine. I just don't know if, if it's worth the extra money for this. Not a shot. Not a shot. I don't think the audience wants this. I don't think that there's a real market for this. I don't know who they think they're competing against. This is a one and done. Well, I did purchase this at a Walmart, and they were only selling it in singles. Supposedly, uh, supposedly Was there a limit to... Two? No, there were there were no like you're there, buying milk. Yeah, there were no limits. Or prime rib, no limits. Uh, and believe it or not, there was plenty of that on hand for you to buy. But they only sold it in singles. So, uh, but apparently, it's supposed to come in a four pack, like you would get uh, with Guinness. Pepsi knows how to put on a halftime show. I just I don't I don't see where the market is at all on this uh, product. Fingers Malloy. I don't know I don't know where it is. Uh, it, it, we'll try it the other way. Just to be fair. Maybe a mixer? I don't know. I don't. This is definitely going to send me to a bathroom, isn't it? (laughs) You only took a sip. Just the sugar. I know. And that's it. And that's the problem. If I'm only taking a sip. If you try it, if you like it, let us know on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The swag you'll find it this week, available at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. The pullovers, right here. I'm wearing one right now, Fingers Malloy. Uh, does it make me look oh, thin? You uh, handsome devil. It right? does something to the pecs. It the does. Pecs. It looks like you did three push-ups today. Pow, ping, blammo. Is that what you say when you do a push-up? Right? Yes, it's exactly what I say. It's, it's, how, it's how I invigorate myself. They come in the blue and they come in the gray with the Eat, Drink, Smoke logo and the website on uh, the back. We got some special treats when you order there at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. You just click on the link. Uh, PayPal is the way uh, to pay. Uh, people been asking. We're glad to finally have it available. We have limited quantities, uh, but when we do well here, we'll just we'll, we'll keep it going, and we're going to be building out uh, some other things. The Loranja Azulejo cigar from Espinosa Cigars. Um, I wouldn't pair it with the Nitro Pepsi. Oh. Fingers. Oh. We have nothing against Pepsi. We just don't get this. The fine folks at Pepsi, what they're trying to do here, Tony, right. they're fine trying folks. to revolutionize the cola industry. That's what they're trying to do. They say, you, you think you like carbonated soda, but wait till you try Nitro Pepsi. You, you want something that's a little flatter in your life. Pepsi is going to hate our guts. Holy crap. I don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> I've drank, I've drank uh, roughly 950 gallons of Mountain Dew over the years, which is owned by Pepsi Cola. Okay, so you, so you you're getting a 
Well, we're not, it's, we're not, not retribution. No, no. What's the word you're looking for? Absolution. Yes. Yes, that's it. it listen, not everything's a home run. No. So, sometimes it's a single. Sometimes it's a strikeout. And unfortunately for me, uh, Nitro Pepsi, not kosher for Passover. Oh. oh, how I will miss it. This weekend, this weekend, guys, happy Easter. Mm-hmm. Happy Passover, right? Fingers Malloy celebrates Easter. Tony mm-hmm. Katz celebrates uh, Passover, which means next week I will not be able to drink bourbon. Oh, I, you know, oh, wheat or the grains, I should say, not not allowed uh, on on Passover. Not, nothing having to do with the leavening. Now there is a fight about this. There is a discussion about this, and I'll get into it next week. Uh, but uh, I, I will be coming in with very large bottles of Manischewitz. I'm sorry. Right, finding the proper cigar to to pair with Manischewitz Concord grape, the <laughs> finest of sugar water that we say is wine. Oh, how would that compare to Nitro Pepsi? Um, you would rather have Manischewitz. Okay. You'll have a much better time overall if you've got the Manischewitz over the Nitro. If there was Nitro Manischewitz, I would drink that right now. That sounds like a sandwich I could get at a deli. By the way, just for, for everybody listening, and we really do appreciate it. We love that you're here. We love that you're part of Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation. We're hearing from so many people that they're learning a, a, a lot from the show, just le- learning about brands they never heard of before, and then really deciding uh, for themselves. Uh, can I just get from you, what do you think the over-under was on hearing the word Manischewitz on your local radio station <laughs> on, a, on a Saturday or a Friday? I don't know when you get the show. Uh, I, I believe the over-under is, is, is 17, and uh, we're, we're going to win. We're going to beat it. You don't get that on Tradio. No. <laughs> no. You don't. Good Lord. Um, this cigar is enjoyable. This cigar is my friend. And this burn is spectacular. I'm going to go for long ashes here. I'm going to see how far I can go. But this box press is per- perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. I would go for the long ash here, but I've already made a tremendous mess with the Nitro Pepsi. And I'm worried that if I drop any ash on the table, there'll be some weird nitro Pepsi cigar ash paste that I'm going to have to deal with uh, after we're done with the show. So I, I've already ashed a couple of times. Has anybody checked to see whether our lawyers have been paid? Because <laughs> Pepsi's just not going to be happy. It's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Uh, Tony, so... You know, Easter is is right around the corner, and I, I believe that they delayed uh, the the tax filing deadline because it, yes. it, it was on Good Friday. Correct. So uh, your tax returns are due on April eighteenth, but not everywhere. That's right. You're right. There are a couple of states, Massachusetts and Maine, have a holiday called Patriots Day, which is on the eighteenth, and I I don't know anything about it. So if you're from Massachusetts or Maine, and you could shoot us a, a, a message. Right, uh, fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Send it, send it. I, I, please don't send me emails. Send it to fingers. He he does the reading. Um, I would love. I would actually love to know. So they pay on the nineteenth. Yes, and for some of us, every day is Patriots Day. <laughs> uh, having said that, so at the time this piece was written uh, for uh, over at cnbc.com, uh, sixty-three million refunds have already been doled out by the IRS worth over $204 billion. The average payment on these refunds currently, $3,226. Do you believe that people are- The average refund is 3200 mm-hmm. So, So I will tell you that I am not able to figure out, all right, I know what my deductions are, right? I know, you know, the kids and, and, and everything else. 
I always feel like I'm overpaying. And in many ways, when, when we take a look at it at the end of the year, I am. And I can't, I because can't, if I go, I always feel if I go like one less, I'm going to be underpaying tremendously. And then you got to do it at the end of the year. Now, it's better to do it that way. Yes. I think that makes sense. I think that's the way people say, no, I'm keeping my money. I'll let the government wait. I'm not going to wait on them. But based on that, most people are overpaying. And by a lot. Yeah. Uh, Americans plan. By three, basically $250, $300 a month. Yeah. Uh, Americans plan to use refunds to boost their finances with 37% aiming to save the money and 22% eyeing paying off debt according to a recent report. So, uh, you know, a lot of people look at this as, it, unfortunately, uh, as a, a windfall, but it's, it's your own money. <laughs> so you're, you're giving the, the, the government uh, an interest-free loan for them to return it to you later uh, the following year. I think you and I are, are very much people who are, are low-tax people, and, and uh, I, I'll, I'll speak for me. Um, I actually would like to get rid of the income tax. Now, I'm not anti-taxes. Well, all right, maybe I am. But the idea of an income tax I find to be really problematic. This didn't happen until 1913. The country wasn't supposed to be set up uh, in, in that way. And my issue with the income tax is that it is government getting involved in private contract. If Fingers Malloy agrees to work for XYZ Company for ABC dollars, the government should not have a say or a piece of what that deal is. That is a contract labor for, for you know, services for, for, for dollars. And it, it could have been barter. It could have been for, for briskets or, 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 or cigars or, or anything else. So I oppose the idea that the government gets involved uh, in that, right? I, I, I think that is wrong. But many people who discuss taxes, if you had to pay the, you know, your taxes instead of at the end, end of the year, you, 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 you know, instead of it being taken out by your paycheck automatically, you actually had to pay it. Yeah. People would go out of their minds and finally get an understanding of exactly what the amount of money they're already spending. Right. We all do it. It's, it's not like we're more educated than anybody else. We all do it. It becomes this forgetful thing. We say, oh, look at all the taxes they took out. We don't calculate it. And that's part of the problem. Well, and not to get political here. The other thing that bothers me about income taxes and the tax code is so many of the rules that are written in the tax code are there not to raise revenue, but to influence behavior. Oh, okay. I wholeheartedly agree. And uh, that's a, a huge problem that I have with that. I, if, if, if we're strictly thinking about how can the government raise revenue to do what government needs to do, there are much better ways to do it than, than the current tax structure. Unfortunately, it's so complicated and we have so many lobbyists and hands in, in, in the cookie jar that I don't know if we're ever going to have a simpler way. Of yeah, I got to tell I mean, I, I appreciate you saying I, I, I don't want to make it political. I, we, we do that all the time. That's not what this show is about. But talking about the thing is that Republican or Democrat, we're all paying taxes. Right. And if there is a better way, a smarter way, a more effective way, a more efficient way, right, well, then... We should we should openly uh, discuss it, but yes, taxation as a way of engaging, ch changing behavior, as opposed to here are the things that we want government to do, and now you got to fund it to do it. I I I'm with you. The latter is where the conversation should be. Absolutely, I, I could I couldn't say enough about that. Keep it right here. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon. The bourbon reader you've always needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com.
pick up a copy today. All right, there's a scam for everything, and everything may be a scam. All right, not everything is a scam, but people will find ways on the internet. They'll they'll try, you know, they'll they'll call elderly people and say you have to pay this, or or you're going to jail, and they take your money right over the the, the phone. Scams everywhere. This one's nuts. See, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. It got reported in Florida to Cape Coral Police. It starts with phone calls, Fingers Malloy. It starts with text messages from an unknown number. A victim uh, who got a text message saying, you owe some money. The next thing the victim starts seeing, right? So you're the victim, right? You get a, a message. You owe money. And what do you get after that? Pictures of dead bodies. That'll get your attention. That's crazy. So is it like the idea that they're, they're trying to threaten you? Or are they, they just going to keep sending you this disgusting stuff? Because you could just block the number. Right. Right? But maybe some people don't know how to do that. So it, what, is the, what is, the, is the point to threaten or is the point to annoy? Threaten. The victim called uh, Cape Coral PD and told officers that another number called them after they received the pictures. And this time the swindlers said they'd show up at the victim's house. Ah, well, that's frightening stuff. Yeah, that, that goes well beyond, uh, I'll just block the number and pretend that that didn't happen. When you start getting messages like that, and you know they're preying apparently on people, uh, not just this particular text or, or call scam, they're looking for people between the ages of 50 to 90 years old. Well, of old. course they are. And, you know, you're 85 years old. You know, I know I'll speak for, you know, my father's going to be 84. My he, father is 84, yeah. He doesn't know how to block a number on his cell phone. And he gets he gets all the same ridiculous texts that everyone else gets with these kids. I'll tell you what, I don't know what it has been, what's been going on in the last month. Have you been getting weird texts too? Yes, just in the last like three weeks from random numbers. And it's either telling me that I've got a Dyson vacuum cleaner that I need to uh, pay for. Uh, here's the link to finish up before they'll deliver it. Uh, just a, a whole bunch of weird text messages. Right. Uh, uh, you know, trying to get me to click on a link. And I, I worry about people that don't know that they should not not click on the link delete it immediately they're you know and that's why they're preying on people who are who are older who maybe not aren't so tech savvy uh don't don't fall for any of this stuff don't worry about any of this stuff certainly don't be afraid to call the police if, if you need to right you, you got somebody threatening you call the police they'll get the number maybe they can connect it in some database to some other numbers and Hopefully, you know, get these people. Now, I want these people who do these scams to spend 150 years in jail. Yeah. And if they die at age 70, I want them to spend their dead body the next 80 years in jail. That's how disgusted I am yeah. with these people. You're going to send pictures of, of dead bodies. We just keep it there. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of this stuff is happening from people who are perpetrating this. Uh, they're, they're not even in the United States. You're seeing a lot of this happening from, from countries uh, you know, a, a lot. I've heard Russia. Now you're seeing a lot of this happen for Russia. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being distracted right now because uh, Tony has about a three-inch ash going on. I just let on it his go. Cigar. Oh, I he just, just let, let it, go. it go. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. This Laranja uh, was Azulejo. I can't. I'm pronouncing it terribly. I, I and forgive me, Espinosa cigars. The cigar is smoking just absolutely perfectly. Uh, I bring it over to Chris Rock 
and of course the fallout from the slap from Will Smith. He gets suspended from uh, attending anything with the Academy for for ten years, which is exactly how long an Oscar ceremony goes on for. <laughs> oh, look at you! I feel good about that one. I feel really good. Uh, but he said something very interesting. Uh, he's uh, uh, Chris Rock is on tour. His shows are now totally sold out. People are paying outrageous money for hopes they will be at the show where he talks about this. And he has said before in other shows that he's not. He's not talking about it. He won't have the conversation. But he said this at a, at a recent show. This was it. Was this in Palm Springs? I think it was in Palm Springs. He says, I'm okay. I have a whole show, and I'm not talking about that, meaning the slap, until I get paid. Life is good. I got my hearing back. <laughs> right? So, so he did a little joke about it. He's not talking about it until he gets paid. Okay. What does that mean? And I'll, I'll give you your options, Fingers Malloy. He's suing Will Smith. He's A. B, he's suing the Academy. That, that's B. C, he's waiting to get a deal from some network or Netflix that will pay him a couple million bucks to do the whole story and share the whole thing as some 40 to 55 minute special. A, B, or C. How about D, all of the above? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't really think about this until, until Jim Carrey threw this out there right after it happened. And he said, I would sue Will Smith tomorrow for $200 million. Not only about, you know, if there's any trauma, post-trauma, you know, over this, but then also that video is going to be around forever. He was slapped during the Academy Awards. What, what does that do to your image? What does that do uh, for your career? Now, now right now, it's, 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 it's equaled an uptick in ticket sales. But do people look at Chris Rock differently now after this than they did before? I don't think it was the smartest thing to say. But I think that America accepts the idea that you can profit off of anything. But can I go back to Jim Carrey just for a moment? Absolutely. Um, I don't take any moral lessons from Jim Carrey. <laughs> and Jim Carrey needs to, needs to seriously look at himself. He would sue for $200 million for what Will Smith did. I'm not agreeing with Will Smith. Will Smith was wrong. Do you know what this painting is there? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fingers Malloy? Yeah. It's a painting. Uh, Jim Carrey does a lot of painting, and he's done a lot of political work and really nasty stuff about people on the political right. But he's got a painting of Nicholas Sandman. Now, you might not remember the name. He went to Covington Catholic High School. He was there in Washington, D.C. He's wearing a Make America Great Again hat, okay? Like it, don't like it, whatever. And then there's the, these, these guys, these, these Hebrew Israelites, which is like a sect, I guess, not Jews, uh, yelling and screaming at these kids from coming in Catholic, and they were all racials, all because they were white. That, that's how it went down. Then enters this group of Native Americans, and one of them is a guy who's a known professional agitator, and he's there banging this drum, and he's doing it in this kid's face, and Nicholas Sandman's just standing there, and he's just got a little smirk on his face. They went after Nicholas Sandman, the Washington Post, and CNN and others. They attacked this 17-year-old kid. How dare he treat these people this way? He didn't do anything wrong. And Jim Carrey does a painting of this kid 
with a hat on that says hate again, right? It says take off and make America great again and calls it baby snakes. He calls a 17-year-old kid a snake and now he's going to tell Chris Rock to sue for $200 million? Jim Carrey, doesn't matter what you think of the, of, of the thing. It was a kid. He knows morality? He knows decency? Hell no. A broken clock can be right twice a day, Tony. That's all. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying that this is the guy that we should turn to. I'm not saying he's the conscience of America. I didn't say that. Just saying I, I thought to myself after he said, well, he could sue. He would still sue Will Smith for that kind of money because of that event. I thought to myself, well, maybe $20 million. Uh, he's going to get he, – he clearly knows he can get something. He clearly knows it. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. I know nothing of Castle and Key. I love the fact that there are more and more bourbons that I have never heard of a day in my life offering things I didn't know uh, could be offered and doing it at some very interesting ages. If you talk to people in the bourbon world, they'll tell you barrels are hard to come by. The popularity of bourbon growing so much over the past few years that, well, there's going to be a lot, a lot of interesting moves for people to be able to put out quality juice and have the kind of stock they need to be able to keep it going. I don't know if Castle and Key can do it or not, but I know that they're trying right here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, Castle and Key Distillery, their straight bourbon whiskey, which comes in at 98 proof, just a bit underneath the 100 proof. No applause from Fingers Malloy. And I, I got to assume this is going to be a sweet, sweet darling. 73% white corn, 70% malted barley, and 10% rye. And of course, bourbon. By law, it has to be 51% corn. You can find out all about what makes bourbon bourbon with our book, Let's Go Bourbon, available at uh, Amazon.com. This is from the old Taylor Distillery site. Uh, 2014 is when uh, they started. There's a batch number one, and there's a batch number two. We are doing the batch number one. The the number two is supposed to come out in May of this year, so we're about a month out from the number two batch being released. Can, can we try that one too? We sure can, fingers boy. What an age we live in. Every day is Christmas <laughs> right here on Eat, Drink, Smoke. Uh, so we're staring at this right here, this batch number one. And I'll tell you, the color is a, a, a lighter kind of amber, right? It doesn't necessarily say, my gosh, it's a beautiful, glorious color. But check out how that is sticking to the side of the glass right there looking at the viscosity of this thing from the look of it there's got a, a bit of thickness and we've got the glencairn glass that's that oddly shaped glass kind of bows out it's, it's got a you know a foot on it's got a stem at the bottom that bows out comes back in so you can really move uh, your drink around really get your nose in there fingers Malloy, what are you getting first of all it's almost like a gold color more than an amber maybe maybe you're on something there maybe maybe i'm uh, I think there's a touch of orange in there. I think a touch of orange more than, than the gold. What was that nose giving you? Mm. Boy, that... I, 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 I'm silent because it's, that's tricky. There, obviously a sweetness, uh, but I can't put ah. my... 
I can't put my finger ah. on. Oh, oh, did you take a little bit? No. Yeah. It, <laughs> it is hitting, take- oddly enough, hitting my nose a little bit harsh, but there's a there's a bit of orchard in there. There's yeah, a I was bit of say apple. Of an apple orchard going on in there. There's a, there's a um, there, there's like a bready sweetness to to that nose. It, it, it's it's actually a little stronger than I thought it would be. You you did you took more of a snort than a sniff. Oh, he's he's, ah! he's going back for seconds, ladies and gentlemen. And there is you you do pick up the oak in there, yeah. but the sweetness is is there much more than than the oak. So this is the batch number one from Castle and Key. Uh, it is ninety eight proof. It is uh, four years. This is a four year bourbon. So the question, fingers Malloy, is: Are you ready to try this? Tony, I've been ready to try this all day. Fingers Malloy, he is going to take the first sip. We start it neat. That's always the way we do it. And then we decide whether we're going to bring it to the cube or some chips or just some cool water there. Fingers Malloy, he is doing what is known as the Kentucky Chew. Moving around. Are you all right? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that. Do you need to lay down? No, no. Do we need to bring in a gurney? Whoo. Wow, that is interesting. Uh. It's a spice, almost a pepper to it, and then there's vanilla and then that oak. It is, it is unlike any other bourbon I've ever had. I'm really interested to see if you pick that up too. It's, it's an interesting spice. Uh, it's also, it'll get you a, a nice little sting on the tongue and a little bit of a gentle warmth in the chest. But uh, this is not at all what I was expecting. It's it's not nearly as sweet as I thought it, and it's got that that like peppery spice to it. All right, here I go. I'm going in. This is the Castle and Key, batch number one. Wow. Here we go. Here we go. Fingers why I'm doing right. it. Here we go. And he's going in, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing the Memphis Munch. And he's he's continuing. To do the Memphis Munch, he's he's looking at the glass. Uh, he looks somewhat confused. He he's oh. not tilting his head to the left now to the right. Ah, <laughs> oh, th- see, I'm wondering if you're getting the same. Oh, he's going in for seconds, ladies and gentlemen. This is a rare occurrence. Okay, when he does a double dip. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to say is it's absolutely screaming for a cube. Yeah, this is not one that I'm doing neat at all. There is um, a a very very there's a very weird fruit going on in there. While the nose definitely brings you apple orchard, that is not what you're getting on on, on the palate at, at 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 all. I do think there's a little bit of oak. I do think, first of all, there's no real burn on the tongue. There's no burn going down. There is the slightest, slightest heat uh, in, in, in the center chest. Are you getting that spice? Um, yes. No. Maybe. Um, I'm... <laughs> I, I am gloriously confused. I am going... I'm immediately moving it to a cube. Hold on a second. Yeah, he's, he's cleansing his palate. Yeah, I am. I, I am cleansing the palate because that is... That is a flavor profile that is absolutely not working for me neat. And while I did get a... a, a I got a big alcohol nose mm-hmm. on it, but there were some other things that, that worked for me, right? A bready sweetness is going to work for me. Apple's going to work for me. That palate... 
seems to be a very muddled citrus fruit, but not 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 the citrus you you kind of enjoy. It was a, it's a very muddled syrupy. I was right about the viscosity though. Yeah, uh, kind of thing going on. That that tingle on the tongue lingers for me quite a bit. Now, I just put a couple of drops of, of cool water, and it almost brought out a peach. A peach? Yes. A peach. A peach. Uh, now I just think you're making up words. Uh, no, I don't think I am making up words. Um, but maybe maybe I am. It's, okay, it's I unusual. moved it to a big rock. There's, 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 there's definitely a pepper that's there. If, uh, that that is, is showing up. Um, I, I, I have to tell you, this does not hit my flavor profile at all. And, and, and it, it didn't hit it on the... It almost... I shouldn't say it, it, it almost. I do like a bready sweetness. I do like apple. So I was at least intrigued there, but it was a big alcohol hit. Neat and as a... Uh, on the cube, it's not hitting my palate at all. The finish, as it lingers on the tongue, that's lovely. Yeah. That's not bothering me at all. The finish on the tongue is actually pretty cool. But this doesn't. This this is not in my flavor uh, profile. It's not in my wheelhouse. Castle and Key small batch, uh, the batch number one, ninety eight proof. If if you like this bourbon, share with us what it is you like about it. I'm gonna keep going with it uh, throughout the show. Keep it right here. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media on Twitter at Go Eat Drink Smoke on Facebook Facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke and Instagram at Eat Drink Smoke Podcast. Now, you know I'm not into shtick. I'm not into doing things just because you do them. I'm not into, like, the uh, playing around and, and going with fads. But this one's fun because, well, I trust Olivo. Or is it Oliva? Makes no difference. The cigars are great. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The book, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. Get your copy right now. Let's Go Bourbon at Amazon.com. This is uh, the good people at Oliva Cigar, and they are releasing 10 Oliva Siri V Double Robustos that were made in 2019. They set them aside for this, this project that they're doing. They were part of the first 10,000 cigars produced in the Tabalisa One factory when it reopened in 2019, and these Double Robustos are three years old, and they're coming in, in, a, in a box of 10 but the box looks like the factory. So each cigar comes in what's known as a coffin, right? So it's a little wood box. It's, you slide the top off, and there is the cigar. There's seven uh, at the bottom, three on, on, on top. Almost looks a bit like a pagoda. And nine of them have windows, and one of them has a picture of the door. Right? When I say windows, <laughs> it's got pictures of windows. Fun little bit of marketing there. I will absolutely try it. The MSRP on this is $17 a, a, a stick, which is a little more than I like to pay for a Robusto if I'm talking about value to the size of the cigar, not necessarily the flavor of the cigar. But there is no doubt that Oliva, or is it Oliva, uh, they, they have my loyalty when it comes to the sticks, the V, uh, the, the, the Milanio, uh, the Maduro, without question, 
Those are fantastic cigars. Rain or shine. The Oliva V you can find for like 11 bucks. You get into the, the Milanios. You'll get into the 18 to $20, and I will pay it all day, every day, and I'll do the same here. Yeah, uh, and I also like the G as well. I know you're not necessarily a fan of the, the, the Siri G, but, you know, we talked previously uh, about people who may steer away from buying boxes of cigars because they want more of a variety in their humidor instead of... But I'm, I'm totally all in on this because the box looks cool. Uh, I'm sure that you don't save boxes. I'm sure for the most part, you probably pitch them after you, after you get the, the sticks in your humidor. But this is the kind of box that you would want to keep in your den. It, it, it is really cool to look at. It's like the advent calendar... Of, cig- of cigar boxes. <laughs> it's, it, it is. It's, it's a super cool look. It's fun. If you were having an event, right, and, and you knew you had, you had 10 people and everyone's going to get a cigar, boom, there you go. And uh, everyone at the table could enjoy it, right? Yeah. So if, if you are new to cigars, I think you can enjoy this. If, if you have had any level of cigars, you're always going to enjoy it. I think it works uh, for every level. I wanted to hit this story, Fingers Malloy, because we talk about and we have been trying very hard a couple weeks ago we did it we did a show and every story was pain depression horror supply chain economic disaster and we we ended the show we were like we can't do this to people (laughs) we this is absolutely this is not what the show is all about but this one's interesting in terms of what uh inflation and and food prices and the food price increases are doing to people they're giving up the online grocery shopping and they're going back to the supermarket. Did the online shopping really cost that much more? Oh, it always does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, first of all, you're adding a tip. Uh, you know, a lot of these places, they have service fees. And on top of it, you know, you've talked about it before. Uh, you're having strangers pick your produce for you. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. So there are a number of things. Nobody that- will touch my bananas but me. Yeah. No, see. See what you did there. What? Uh, well, you had a little smirk when you said that. A little, I don't understand a, little what you mean. a little twinkle in your eye. What are you trying you, to say? Nobody's going to touch your bananas but you. How dare you say that? This is a family show. <laughs> See what you did there. Anyway, but yeah, there's a you you pay a little bit more obviously to have someone do your grocery shopping for you. I I'm not usually one that does that. I do like some of the services where you can, uh, you know, pick up your gro- you pick your groceries online and then go and pick them up and they'll load them up for you. Uh, that doesn't seem to be as expensive as to have the, the shopper do it and then bring them to your house. But everyone is looking to save money at this point. We, we've gone over it, how meat has increased, uh, double-digit increase over last year. And, By and the dairy, way, I have, a, I have a brisket for you. Oh, I ooh. found brisket at Costco for three ninety nine a pound, and I bought you a 15-pound brisket. Was choice or prime? I believe it's prime. Oh, that's a that. First of all, right now that's a great pr- price for choice. But for prime brisket, that's a really good price. And you guys know the difference between choice and prime is the level of marbling, right? That's what it is. Angus is not about a designation of marbling. That's about a style of cow. It's 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 different. And so make sure you know that because because it, it 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 matters quite a bit in terms of of how uh, the 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 USDA. Um, ranks cuts cuts of meat. Well, let me ask you this: since we've you, you've you've provided this opportunity for me to to just talk about cooking a brisket, uh, you just you just threw out there last week on uh, the Eat Drink Smoke 
Facebook page that you were going to, you put a smaller brisket on your smoker. It was, only, it was probably only the flat, right? Four, right, four to five four pounds? Pounder. So I did two things wrong okay. when I did this. First, oh my, did it stall. I, wasn't, I was not expecting it to. It stalled for three hours. Yeah. But I should have said to myself, nope, I'm taking it off. I should have said, I'm done. Don't, do not work it through the stall. Because it wasn't, it, it, it was on sale at a supermarket. I'm like, Perfect, I'll, I'll grab it. It didn't, it, it still had some cap in spots. I'm like, I can make this work. But I didn't take into consideration that without the fat cap, it was going to, it was going to dry out quicker. And I did wrap it. I absolutely did when the stall occurred, right? The stall is when you have so much moisture pushing out of the brisket that it's actually counteracting the heat in the smoker and the internal temperature doesn't go up. That's referred to as the stall. And I should have said, no, I would rather wrap it in a couple towels, put it in the cooler and let it sit for two hours and let it work itself that way than to keep it on the heat. I would have been better off. It dried out just too much. Oh, that's interesting. It was still good. But it dried out just too much, and I said to myself, next time, next time. Now, do you wrap your brisket in peach butcher paper, or yes. do you, you do the, the, the tin foil? So the foil, which is known as the Texas crutch, right, which is going to keep more heat in. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's, like, like oh, that's cheating. <laughs> Screw that. You do, it's your brisket. You do what you damn well want. No, I use the butcher paper. Yeah. I, 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 I do. And, uh, but, but the brisket I got you is, is beautiful. It is prime. And in case you didn't know, Prime is the top, then choice, then select, then what's known as U.S. standard or, or, or commercial. And it's really about the marbling, right? The fat of that, that, that's through it. So that's how, that's how you grade uh, the, those things. Yeah, so that, that's interesting. I have done a flat by itself before and treated it like it was the, the, the flat and, and the point, like a 15-pound brisket when it was only four or five pounds. And I've had good results. Uh, but I treated it like it was a full brisket and going in knowing it was going to be a 12, 13-hour affair. Uh, and that's what happens a lot of times. At 225? Yeah. It's, it's sometimes you just, it's, it's one of those things with a brisket, you got to be patient. And oh, I was. I, I was patient. I, I let it come back up and then took it off and still put it in the cooler, did all the things. But looking back on it, I can say to myself, I've got enough faith in me to know that, you know, I have to make a change here. I absolutely have to be the one who makes uh, the, the change. Uh, we still ate it. <laughs> the Castle and Key. Small batch bourbon whiskey batch number one. Fingers Malloy is a fan. I, it's not my flavor it's okay. profile. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I think it's definitely worth trying out if you find it at your local lounge. $50 a bottle. You can check it out for yourself. Castleandkey.com. But this cigar, the Laranja. Right here from Espinosa Cigars, the Azulejo, A-Z-U-L-E-J-O. This cigar is wonderful, smokes beautifully, burn is perfect, $12 a stick. This is in my humidor. I recommend it in your humidor. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com, Facebook.com slash EatDrinkSmoke, and on Instagram, EatDrinkSmokePodcast. More to come next week. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.